0: all right we're coming to you retrograde live <laughs> not live it's a podcast but in retrograde world this yeah. could be live mm-hmm. somebody's listening
1: somebody in this room
0: No, like we, this is our second attempt at recording this because we were in, where the hell were we? Rochester?
1: We were in Rochester. Minnesota. Minnesota, okay.
0: And there was this weird constant hum that came through and there was like some other sound. There was something else like humming through that room and we were right by that, like, I guess they're famous for the Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. And, um... I don't know. There was some some government conspiracy. Well, there were sound hornets everywhere lives. too. Yeah, and a lot of hornets. Yeah, it was weird. And uh, it's kind of a depressing, bummer place. It's, no offense.
1: It's it is pretty much a bummer. I mean, no Even offense. Even the Italian to- restaurant doesn't serve Italian food That's yeah that was like super we were like best Italian food I was like
0: <laughs> oh I can't wait it's like pasta and veggies it's like a good go-to on the road and um they served it was like we're out of the veggie curry with rice yeah and then it was like Cajun flavored rice noodles and uh what else and then like they want to bring bread and olive oil like an Italian restaurant yeah. at least in America and then everything was a different type of curry dish. Yeah. Or like Thai influenced.
1: There was a lot of curry. Even like, the I, salads were kind of lame.
0: I don't want freaking cilantro with my um, Italian my Italian meal.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was cilantro all over that one dish.
0: Yeah. I think there was a few cilantro. It was like cilantro, Cajun, cilantro. It was like there were
1: three pasta dishes. One of them was gluten-free, which doesn't even count. So there was two there were two pasta dishes and then one had cilantro. So that was just it was just a buzzkill.
0: Yeah, it was like sweet and sour noodles. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know Which what Which are
1: really great when you're not in an Italian restaurant.
0: Sweet and sour noodles. I've I'm just thinking it. like some sort even... of
1: sweet and sour, like Thai curry kind of dish sounds nice, but not when you're trying to get pasta.
0: Oh, like um Like sweet and sour Chinese food, you mean? Oh, yeah. I think the appropriate name for that dish is actually G6 (laughs) off the menu. Um, Yeah, that whole area is retrograde. We could barely make it out. The GPS kept screwing up. Then there was lines everywhere.
1: Then I booked a hotel in Michigan.
0: Oh, yeah. Then Gina, we were trying to stay in Minnesota, and somehow Gina booked a hotel in Troy, where was it? Troy, Troy Mich- Michigan. The Troy wasn't even, like, I could see Rochester, M- Minnesota, Yeah, and Rochester, New York, which by the way, I think people, apparently I, I decided to go down a little research rabbit hole on Rochester, Minnesota, and it was founded by a guy who moved there in the 1800s and built a cabin and then called the land Rochester, but he moved from Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. Like he had no imagination. He couldn't even come up with a new name. He's like, I'll call it Rochester, New York. So what I want to do is when we move to Vermont, if we ever make it, um, I just want to get an area and claim it and be like, this is California, Vermont. Oh my God. I think that would be cool. Yeah. So we could keep the real spirit of Cara- California live. Totally. So it'll be, um, you know, like back when California was like a f- like freedom consciousness. Yeah. And, uh, alternative and revolutionary, which right. is not at all. anymore. Not anymore. No, they're just like a cog in the fucking like mind satanic agenda machine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. Um, I wanted to say something else about Oh, how does someone get to name a town? Are we past that point in history where you can just say, okay, this is a town now?
0: Yeah, I think we're past that. That was when it was just like all wild here. And then some white person could just go and then build a cabin and be like, I declare this Rochester. It's crazy, Rochester again. It's not even a good name, Rochester. No. At least like use your own name. Right. Like, have some gumption. I'd be like, this is the United Town of Remington.
1: Yeah. Remington's you know? a good city name.
0: There actually is a Remington, Virginia. There's probably oh, a okay. bunch of Remingtons. Yeah. Manuf- they, like, make firearms, typewriters, razor blades, mm-hmm. something else. Steamers. I've seen Remington steamers, like, for clothes.
1: I love steamers.
0: But you don't. You didn't even get a Remington one.
1: No, I got, like, a cheap one that you get at Joanne Fabrics.
0: Oh, you actually bought that at a store? Yeah. Well, I figured it was an Amazon drop ship no. from a kid in a basement, <laughs> living in his parents' basement. No, I've
1: always a, had a dream of a having Ferrari. a steamer.
0: That's actually a good steamer. Yeah. Um, so we will talk about retrograde because we've been on this epic sort oh of road God. adventure during retrograde, and it's really showing its effects. So those of you new to this retrograde concept, and I'd be surprised, and I'm sure everyone listening is familiar with it but we're talking about mercury retrograde and what happens is the orbital cycle of mercury the way it flips in like with earth and the sun is that at some point usually about twice a year it appears as if it's going backwards in its orbital loop and that was like a sign to the ancients but Mm -hmm. you know planets Retrograde. So the the Greek word for planets is wanderers, mm-hmm. because they'd go forward and backwards. And I feel like we've really turned it into a thing in modern society. Probably because Mercury really affects modern society
1: and technology. Yeah,
0: Mercury's communication. Mm-hmm. We're actually recording this on Gina's Mercury line.
1: Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no now you're doing the opposite Gina kept interrupting me and we had to like start over from scratch I wasn't interrupting you and um, then she claimed well I'm on my mercury line so she could just keep well speaking. actually
1: my mercury line I'm really into just reading Twitter right now and articles on Substack yeah so you're I'm just mercury, catching up
0: mercury in your mercury line I, yeah I guess so But the, this the, has
1: been the hardest this has been the hardest Mer- can I say something about this mercury retrograde No. Okay. So (laughs) this has been the most complicated Mercury retrograde because. Well, it feels like we've prefaced it with moving because that was like a month of packing, probably six weeks leading up to moving. And that was mainly Most, you doing that. Yes. But just I had for the to record, I did it. all
0: the packing. And when we moved last time, Gina was gallivanting in Ireland. They know. You've mentioned it three times well, on I'll the podcast. I'll mention it. I'll probably forever, every episode. I feel
1: mentioned. like whoever is binge, watch, binge listening to this, they're going to be like, oh, Remington, here he goes again. Oh, did I mention that it was the hottest day of the year? (laughs) Um, Yeah, but so then we we hit the road, and then I have to send these files out of the blue, and it's taking like seven hours, which I think I mentioned on the last podcast. But I swear, every single state, except for once we hit Wyoming, that's when... The internet, no, I actually was full speed ahead.
0: I don't think you mentioned it because it was in Utah. You would think Salt Lake City is pretty like modern, very clean. Uh, Utah, but yeah. it's unusual. It's it's culturally retrograde, mm-hmm. and it's everything is decorated in wasp. Mm-hmm. And that hotel we stayed in, which it, by the way was amazing, amazing, uh, and it was like, wasn't it like we had like this king suite. The garden suite, so we had a whole little living room. Wasn't it like a yeah. hundred and twenty bucks or something with like that? tax, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> like the the food, like it was a bizarre deal. Like I really felt like I stepped back in time, but it was decorated like Country Club, like Wasp Country Club, yeah. Um, but I don't know, I don't think you can consider Mormons as wasp. I don't know if that's considered Protestant. Yeah. I don't know if they would be allowed into the, the wasp elite country clubs.
1: Wasp fans were white Anglo-Saxon. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it was very white culture. Very much so. Um, especially in the hotel, but it was somehow glorious. Like it had plaid, um, lampshades yeah. and like wallpapers I feel like had little pineapples or something and then it it was it was pretty funny yeah but that was also my dream as a child I, I really thought I wanted to be like a wasp
1: really yeah I wanted to
0: like go to church on time and like I said in earlier episodes like I wanted a dad who like wore you know like golf shirts and yeah khaki pants and worked for a corporation and did upstanding wasp Hmm. things
1: it's interesting though because you're like so far from that now oh you think as an adult
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was far from it as a child yeah um it's sort of a joke in my head but i did sort of i don't know why i was drawn to the like least culture culture
1: Mm. I remember when I was in college, I I came back home and I thought it'd be nice to go to church with my grandmother Mm -hmm. and actually pay attention to the sermon and everything.
0: Sermon? I thought you were Catholic.
1: Oh, to the... What is it called again?
0: It's not a sermon at a Catholic church. I think they just have a service or a mass or something. Wow.
1: No. No, I think it is a sermon.
0: They don't allow Catholics in Salt Lake City.
1: Okay, you need to look this up. I'm pretty sure it's a sermon. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to hold. Homily? Oh, the homily.
0: I don't know. I can't. Maybe it is a sermon. I'm finding homily, mass, all of I that. I think we
1: called it homily. Sorry. So you went. Okay, so I went to church with my grandmother, and I was thinking I would have some sort of enlightening experience because growing up going to mass was just always really boring. It or was sermons. So... What?
0: Or sermons.
1: No, 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 I was going to mass, but the sermon was the speech, the the right. talk. Yeah. Okay. Um. And, uh, yeah, it was usually like growing up, it was the longest 45 minutes of my life. And now I was like, you know what, maybe I'll get something out of this. And it was just so negative. Like it it wasn't inspirational at all.
0: Do you remember what they talked about?
1: Um, he was talking about, I remember it, it it was, uh, it wasn't uplifting. He was talking about like the community that is, that isn't coming to church anymore. The gays. No, it wasn't. It was more like people that just decided it wasn't. The priest had lost like a huge following. I forget what had happened, but he was actually, fun fact, trivia fact, he was roommates with Conan O'Brien at Harvard University.
0: Um yeah, he should talk about that in his sermon Amelie. Totally homily, Mass. Yeah. The Mass of Conan O'Brien. This but is was what I'm it saying. Italian like a Catholic? No, St. Patrick's, so, it's, so Irish it's Irish Catholic. Irish Catholic? Maybe yeah. that's a different thing.
1: My grandmother married an Irishman, so she, she went to an Irish Catholic church.
0: Um and that was considered marrying up. Yeah. Uh my grand my Irish grandfather married a Jewish woman. That mm-hmm. was way downgrade. Wow. In society. Huh. Then he was probably... Then, was he Catholic? Yeah.
1: Okay. Was your dad raised Catholic?
0: L- mostly Catholic and then a little both. Huh. And then when my grandmother was dying, she really came out like full Jewish. Wow. Like she wasn't like hiding that she was Jewish ever, but she got into the spirituality of it. And then we had a whole Jewish uh, service. and everything. Really? Yeah. Oh. So... Um, whatever they call it in the maybe the Irish Catholic thing, I would go to mass in Latin. I think that would be really cool. yeah, I was always fascinated by churches,
1: yeah, the churches actually we did we walked into a little chapel in uh wall in wall South Dakota. Um, it had a vibe.
0: yeah, that was really crazy. It was like the travelers' chapel honoring like all these priests or whatever, yeah, and there was totally an energy. But I think some of those places, they just become like people come in there and just pray, and it's their way to connect with something greater than themselves and Mm -hmm. that vibe. It's like the Sanctuary de Chimayo in uh, New Mexico. Chimayo, New
1: Mexico, yeah.
0: That place is super legit. Do I think it's because of Christianity? I I don't know, not really. I do think that somebody back when that was built – hundreds of years ago was sensitive enough that I think it was on some healing vortex mm-hmm. there in New Mexico. Yeah. And um, so I think it's on a grid for totally. sure. And, you know, a lot of people that were sensitive or quote spiritual, um, you know, they didn't have as many outlets. So, you know, depending on the culture you're in, Christianity was just one of the outlets.
1: Yeah. I actually traveling. I like to go into churches. We kind of made that a thing. We'll go into a church and it, light a candle.
0: I know we didn't do that in this trip at all. We were in the the West. Yeah, there's no. I wasn't like here's a church. Wanna, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You got to go into the Southwest.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be into that. Back the southeast, like
0: Taos, where they just came in and killed everybody. You know what the thing oh, is God. about the West though is like all these towns are named after like everyone they massacred. It's like really Cheyenne, dark. Wyoming. Yeah. You're like, and Cheyenne was kind of like this cute, cool, eccentric, kind of weird, but weird in a good way town with great internet, by the mm. way. Because Salt Lake, the internet's for shit there. Horrible. Um, Which is weird because then those files. Uh, which was a different language to me, but that took forever. So we had to stay a couple of days, and all these travels to deal with genus files, retrograding files. Yep. But Cheyenne, we're like reading the history, and you're. What was the name of the massacre walk?
1: Um, oh my god, I forget. There was some massacre trail. There's been a couple that we've we've stumbled upon.
0: Yeah, they're all over. Which I'm like, but, do we? Does someone want to like,
1: take that trail?
0: But then you're talking about a horrible massacre of, and then they're like, oh, we'll name the n- name Cheyenne. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's like Hitler going in and being like, all right, we're going to name this place Cantor's Deli. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in Germany. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was weird, but then you were like, don't want to, but you're like, oh, it's kind of a cool town.
1: Right. And they have like, I feel like a lot of the indigenous people become like symbols of the town as One well. Yeah.
0: No, they took that logo
1: down. Yeah, they took that down. That was awesome. The
0: Aunt Jemima diner we went to. No, um, but Cheyenne does have great internet, so whatever they, they did, but there's also a lot of unmarked government vehicles going all over Cheyenne, mm-hmm. and that was really weird. At first, I saw one and I was like, oh, maybe it's like a weather thing or something. There was tons, it was like a little almost like a little cargo. It looks like it would have been a food truck, but without doors. And then it had all of these little antennas and bulbs totally unmarked. And then there's a very discreet license plate that said government, official government use. And that's it. United States government didn't say what branch, anything. And I saw one and I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw like three others. So I was like, what's up there. And then we mm-hmm. asked that server and she just thought that was normal. And she grew up with it. So weird. So it's uh the uh the cabal the, yeah the QAnon cabal is in um wyoming that's
1: probably why there's such good internet because the government's like we got to be connected
0: right they got to monitor this, this podcast yeah. uh and then south dakota yeah every person there is a card-carrying QAnon member basically <laughs> it's the most red-billed <laughs> place of uh, of, ta- of, of every of anywhere, time. yeah like even like a server at a little lunch cafe that we got like an iced tea or something at was like going on about the new world order everything's fake it's an illusion of the matrix i was like what like this is my new favorite place i know south dakota was actually pretty cool like yeah. the black hills were amazing um and the uh Badlands.
1: The Badlands were really cool.
0: Yeah, the Badlands were pretty impressive and then this bison just hanging out. Yeah. Um QAnon servers.
1: QAnon servers.
0: Everything's a glitch in the Matrix. And these are like kind of like rednecky American, like people you never thought you'd have these conversations with. It was yeah. pretty wild. Did you think they were rednecky? Well, just country western, yeah. yeah. I know you grew up in Milltown, Massachusetts. I swear you've only seen that in Los Angeles. Yeah, um, yeah. Th- that's what I lived in Virginia for years. <laughs> Get, you kind of get exposed to red, like what the sort of rednecks are. Yeah, uh, and I don't even mean that in a derogatory way. Um, there's just it's rednecky. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, what are you gonna call them? Milltown workers, mm-hmm. Angelinos, no. aspiring actors, <laughs> TikTok influencers, Instagram influencers. <laughs> All right, it's rednecky. Um, I mean, there might be another name: Westerny, Western mm-hmm. biker, Western QAnon. It's, they're the QAnon servers have south dakota
1: <laughs> but they probably don't identify as qanon they're just no they had cards yeah had qanon shirts no they're just they're just uh, pushing the rhetoric of qanon um, of q th- yeah
0: because that exists um so those have been our retrograde travels that have been taking forever but this mm-hmm. is also our second time recording this because the midwest in minnesota wait we were talking about the restaurant, right? And the cilantro pasta yeah. and stuff. That town was um we kept getting a strange interference. Which we got a couple of buzzes here. Yeah. But it Sorry was non stop there. And I think that was something coming from the medical center probably. Mm-hmm. Or it was those unmarked government vehicles from uh Wyoming. They're following us across. <laughs> it's like some um What's that cheesy show on Netflix that everyone loves? Stranger, Stranger Things? Things, yeah. <laughs> that show went downhill fast.
1: Big time. Um, I think only two seasons in, right?
0: The first season was pretty good because you're yeah. like, ooh, this is dark and mysterious. And yeah. that's like going to get...
1: Then all the teenagers get lip fillers and you're like, okay. Right. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't even notice the lip fillers. Yeah,
0: and then one's like in a Weezer video. It's actually a good video. Yeah. Um, But... Here we are in Madison, which is actually pretty nice.
1: It's really nice. I like like seeing a beautiful Capitol building, I have to say.
0: It's starting to feel like the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Like there's trees. It rained for a few minutes. Um, There's a lake.
1: Yeah, and I just discovered that Frank Lloyd Wright grew up in Wisconsin. So he was born here at least. So there's a lot of Frank Lloyd Wright houses around, which I would like to go to. But I'd also like to just get to Vermont already. Um,
0: well, you know that Frank Lloyd Wright, you know about, everyone knows him as this axe, I mean, as this architect, but he was like the victim of a whole axe murder. What? So, yeah.
1: No, are you kidding?
0: No, not at all. I'm like trying to look it up. Uh, the Tulesan massacre of Frank Lloyd Wright, and they killed on Saturday, August 15th, 1914. Frank Lloyd Wright was away on business as Martha... Brothwick, Wright's notorious mistress, sat down to lunch on the dining room porch with their two children, John and Martha. They were joined by five of Wright's employees. And um anyhow, they were like axe murdered. Um uh, <gasps> saying that very nonchalantly. Um yeah. He's, That's horrible. So his mistress and her children like it was crazy and poured gasoline in the dining room doors. Like it's a crazy thing. What? I, yeah, I watched this documentary from like the nineties on, on him. I never knew that. Nobody knows that. It That's never gets crazy. talked about. Yeah. So look up Frank Lloyd Wright axe massacre of his mistress. Crazy. And I think that probably sent him off. But he also had like an ashram. Like he would teach people architecture in different, more like Pythagoras and his students. Mm. And you would just live with Frank Lloyd Wright and like mm. learn architecture and things like that. Very interesting character. Yeah, That is really cool. But I didn't know. So our friend told us there was a lot of his houses here, but I didn't realize he was from here.
1: Well, doesn't he work with the elements of, of like the exact location?
0: No, I don't know about that. Which possible. is possible. Okay. Like astrocartography.
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: Um, If you hear some hissing, we don't know what it is or where it's coming from, or it's something about the retrograde of the Midwest, of uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah. So hopefully we will make it to Vermont in like two days, but the retrograde, I really feel it. Like, this time where communication, travel glitches, GPS glitches, booking hotels. Like, now I'm, like, paranoid that every, like, hotel booking or stay or something's confusing. There's, like, it's been nonstop. Yeah. It's been very glitchy. Or you go into some place and all of a sudden there's nobody in there and then there's, like, a packed line, like, three blocks around the, like, mountain, you know. I guess the mountains. We've been in pretty rural areas, salt yeah. lake was like the biggest city. i feel
1: like the like in minnesota especially you just can't be fabulous it's just not
0: you mean gay and like, fabulous
1: gay and fabulous
0: i don't know they might be gay friendly but we saw one guy that was like he seems kind of gay and like maybe the cool artsy kid in the whole city
1: In all of pi- rochester yeah he seemed pissed. He's pissed
0: yeah so he he's like gay and pissed
1: yeah um, but I just want—I just want the people of America to be gay and fabulous, <laughs> and to know what it feels like. I feel know? like you
0: oddly could be gay and fabulous in South Dakota, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was, I could it was see weird. that.
0: Also, what I hated is that I found Mount Rushmore bizarrely fascinating. And the statues were like kinda cool. And then the history is totally effed up. And then the oh artist Borland. Borglum. Borglum. Uh, yeah, he was He's like a, a strange a, guy. Yeah, his like he was born like his from a sister wife From a a Mormon polygamist father. But I Mm -hmm. thought it was sister wife, but they were actually biologically married, actual biological sisters. Yep. So they were sisters and sister wives. Mm -hmm. So what happens then? Your brother's your cousin? Cousin, yeah. And your brother. Yeah. And so he grew up in that situation, uh, like in Idaho, Mm, yeah and then um and then he was like super tight with the grand dragon of the kkk and then was going to deface a mountain in georgia with the robert e lee and stonewall jackson or Mm -hmm. something and like some crazy kkk inscription i didn't know any of this till after I i just knew okay this is stolen land the black hills which was sacred and like given to a native population. And then it yeah, was like, Oh, Lakotas. Yeah. And yeah. then they're like, Oh, we found gold. Sorry. And then you're out. And then we're going to deface this mountain. So I went in just wanting to hate it. Uh, naturally. Well,
1: And the original idea was that they would have Sacagawea, um, uh, chief crazy horse and, uh, Lewis and Clark. Yeah. And then another chief. Th- so that was the original, concept by like a south dakotan historian and then they hired borglum to come in and borglum was like no 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 we're doing the presidents
0: yeah allegedly for mass appeal but it was probably all racism but then just if you take all that away and i thought it would just be ugly like you're totally defacing just take all of the story all of the sacredness all of the stolen land away from it uh, presidents, whatever, take all of the story of America. I just thought it would be crappy art that like ruined the side of a mountain, and it was. I found it oddly cool, yeah, and very was, fascinating. It was like pretty impressive. Like, I you also, gotta, you kind of just look at it objectively, and it was way smaller mm-hmm. than the way the pictures, if you haven't been there, the pictures make it out like I thought it would just be. I mean, it's big, but yeah it's it's just not as big as
1: the way it, the pictures seem. It's almost like a little spooky and startling when you first see it. You're like, oh, there's faces on a mountain.
0: Yeah, it would be cool just like creepy, interesting art. Yeah. And the guy's very skilled.
1: Well, and also he the way that he depicted was it Jefferson? He looked super emo, like he listened to heavy metal.
0: Like a sensitive metal
1: head. Yeah, he looked like a sensitive metal head that would have been cast in Lords of Chaos, which was a movie that I worked on. Yeah, well. About I w- a Norwegian metal, black I went metal to, band. I
0: went to a Brooklyn screening uh, with the director of that movie and then w- with the Q&A, and then the first question's like, do you think, were you trying to depict male toxicity? And the director, like, Jonas, was just like, what? Like, yeah. no, it's the story. I'm just telling the story.
1: Yeah, these guys just weren't, women just like, weren't attracted to these guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were pretty toxic and they happened to be boys, but it's not a story of male toxicity. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a story of dumbass metalheads, I, suppose, I hope she
1: has a blog so she could just put all of her feelings out there.
0: About male toxicity? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's like 900 male toxicity blogs. I mean 900, <laughs> I mean like 9 million. Yeah, um, in Brooklyn. But anyway,
1: I was impressed with Jefferson's. Uh, yeah, Jefferson's depiction. I keep thinking the Theodore sens- Roosevelt.
0: Jefferson, the sensitive metalhead sculpted by KKK people. Oh my God. He's allegedly, there's apparently in the Smith. O- He's a Freemason so, too. He was a Freemason uh, and the Smithsonian, allegedly, according to that article you were reading while we were driving, uh, claims that there's no true evidence that he was a KKK member, but he was like best buds with like the Grand Dragon. Yeah. Then I think there's a Grand Wizard and all sound like D- Dungeons and Dragon LARPing nerd. Uh, titles so nerdy i'm the grand dragon yeah i mean the whole <laughs> the thing master. just becomes more problematic
1: but <laughs> it's like, i get yeah, understand there's a weird
0: rabbit hole it's bizarrely eccentric there's all these crazy things across america i did love that the my favorite part of salt lake was that weird uh sculpture garden with mm-hmm. um joseph smith. joseph smith as mm-hmm. the sphinx and he's the guy who founded the mormon church and wrote the book of mormon and then he was
1: killed at the age of 24 he wrote the book of yeah mormon. that
0: guy people back then did so much
1: oh i know
0: you know and we know people in their 30s they're like still living at
1: home hey well hopefully from one late bloomer to another it's okay i wasn't <laughs> living at home right. <laughs> oh yeah no He's, I'm this not, guy started a am huge cult. yeah
0: <laughs> uh i left i was out of the house yeah um, no i know I'm just saying, now that we have a generation that people are still living at home in their 30s, and this guy started a huge religion, Yeah, uh, wrote a book about it, started Married a mass girl. following, mm-hmm. had a bunch of wives... Then had like a whole battle insurrection against him, and then was like later killed or whatever. Yeah, while he was in jail. Yeah, by for age, treason. By age thirty something. Yeah. So I don't was, know. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, like, I kind of now want to read the Book of Mormon. I'm sort of fascinated. I know. Um. So these these earlier generations. I mean, come on. I know. What are, What are y'all doing? I know. Um. So that's been our trip to america but now we're not the The road trips over we're just be lining it back to
1: vermont we're both we're both sacrificing the things that we really wanted to do because we're like let's just get there already i'm so ready to be just settled
0: yeah, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I can't wait to have the podcast equipment set permanently, like, fixtured, so it doesn't have to be packed and unpacked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if these this interference is the Midwest or it's the equipment or a little bit of both. But that in that hotel, there was, like, a constant humming. Yeah. that And Rochester, I feel like everyone who stays in those hotels are dealing with like tragedy of really sick families. So it felt kind of sad. Yeah. You know, like everyone in the hotel was dealing with some problem. Mm-hmm. Chances are we're just bitching about
1: retrograde stuff. Yeah, but we did meet files. Steven who has an Epic story.
0: Oh yeah. The guy in the little coffee, coffee bar and the, yeah, was it like a courtyard. Mariana's His father was the, the only Japanese only...
1: American of the, in the mafia in Chicago.
0: Yeah, Um that guy was a character. And it was funny because he was like, oh, I was like, I've never been to this area. He's like, it's real friendly, isn't it? And I was like, um, no, I, he, <laughs> this guy was friendly. I didn't find that it to be friendly at all. No. It was that is that a reputation? Like the South, like Southern hospitality?
1: Maybe it's just Minnesota missed the boat on that. They
0: missed the boat on friendly? Yeah. Uh, somebody's listening from Minnesota. They're either going to be like, um That's bullshit, or you're 100% (laughs) right, and I bet, yeah, Ken Edo. Yeah. His name was Stephen Edo, the guy in the hotel, but he's saying his dad was Ken Edo, who was- Can I see a picture? Yeah, who was like the Japanese mafia. Oh my God, so cool. The only uh, Japanese member of the Italian mob in Chicago.
1: Oh, yeah, he became an FBI informant. Iran, Asian gambling operations for the organization. Yeah. Apparently he was so uh, a in the witness protection program for many years.
0: Um, I don't know how you come out of that. I don't know. Um, so that's that guy. So that was, uh, I think, f- thought of everything was like an episode of the show Fargo. Mm-hmm. And we didn't hear one damn Minnesota accent. No. Apparently you have to go. My friend's from Minnesota and I was texting her and she's like, you got to go way north. It's kind of bummed. Yeah, really, really disappointed. I didn't get to hear the accent.
1: Well, we didn't. We didn't really like wait it out. We literally spent one night there. So,
0: well, I'm going to judge it forever based <laughs> on that one night because I don't know if I'll ever be back. Yeah, like I don't know if I'll road trip that direction. And then there was this good. dystopian um, uh, carnival land that we just came through outside of madison what was that called mount olympus mount olympus Mount Mount olympus Olympus park water park yeah What the hell was that about
1: that was really
0: that was super retrograde and then i ran into the gas station for like it was like a dungan donuts gas station because it was like the only thing there and i was like "Mm, i just need some coffee because i was really tired and there was this the the um person at the counter was just asleep on the counter and it was like really packed and i was like what's going on like this is like retrograde at a whole other level yeah like the cashier at the counter was literally asleep
1: but there's like zero culture everything is just it's it's theme parks it's entertainment well it's theme it's, park culture? It's, yeah it was like, it's uh, all chain uh, restaurants it was like the
0: casino complex and but it's Reno. so empty that's incarnation Planet Earth, Gina, it's just an empty You cannot be gained
1: fabulous in Mount Olympus Park.
0: Um that's the you're talking about the Cliffith in the Kabbalah. Okay. And that's the sort of the dark side of the tree of life that is the um, the soulless tree of life. And it's called the world of shells. And on some level it's that this is part of this incarnational realm is the world of shells or the Maya, and that it's just an empty illusion. Mm. And um, so Cliffith, Maya, even in yoga, sometimes it's just referred to the landscaping and uh, just a part of this plane, you know, and then it's also really rich and cool. And then you meet Steven Edo, you know, really cool people. Madison, though, I want to explore a little.
1: So the only way to avoid, like, the Cliffith theme park is to move away from it.
0: Just keep on trucking, Gina. Just keep on trucking. Just truckin'. get your coffee and go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or gas or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that was really weird. Um, and then the rest of America, there's, like, just full of the most eccentric things. Like, that guy built a a train for, and has bison mm-hmm. that he, like, trains people out, like, on his little choo-choo train on this huge 20,000 acre thing and then you just feed him little biscuits. Yeah. Um, things like that. And he has like peacocks
1: running around. Yeah. There's still that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah.
0: I always wonder about those places where he's like, all right, all right. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm just going to, I'm going to have a bunch of bison. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a gift shop with a jackalope and I'm going to build a train on this property and have llamas and peacocks and camels (laughs) and that was it you can just come and hang out yeah you know um that was pretty and
1: they had like an old-timey photo booth
0: oh yeah you gotta have that like the west like western culture was very different midwest i don't know what the culture is yet um so this is the most retrograde podcast ever
1: of all time
0: and we also wanted to talk. I about... I think I'm going to
1: do a, a naked like a, that. Uh, Was it called Naked Lunch? How basically Burroughs like cut he he typed everything out and then he cut it up in pieces and then that's and he scrambled it together and that's what formed the book Naked Lunch. I think I'm going to do that with this episode.
0: Really? I wish I knew that. <laughs> the book would have made so much more sense. Yeah. Um I was like, Oh, this is really creative and genius, I yeah. guess, because everyone told me it was genius. <laughs> um, I had no idea. It was a long time ago that I read it, but all right, that's pretty cool. Um, but let's get into the five year disruption. Okay. So five is the disruptor. It's the activator. It's an agent of change. It's a catalyst. It's the little, little explosion. It's the spark. It's the alarm, clo- alarm clock. It's this little fire under your butt. It's a thorn in your side. And when we looked back on it, we really like had quite the year so far. And we've absolutely disrupted our lives big time. i think about as big as it gets
1: yeah i mean we wanted change we were <laughs> we were literally like let's go on a road trip and think about moving in in march
0: yeah we were exploring just sort of getting out of la because just the way they handled covid oh, that's another thing too uh so far like covid just doesn't exist anywhere else in our travels
1: apparently in south dakota they actually did only have two weeks to slow the curve which doesn't (laughs) but you didn't even
0: see anything about covid we're talking in wyoming we're talking in utah we're talking yeah oh in in wyoming yeah we're talking in nevada like it it just it doesn't exist it like exists apparently in new york from what the media tells me Mm. and then in la and then um it's totally different like you get out of la and you're like oh well everyone else is just living their lives like nothing
1: full capacity
0: um yeah, full-capacity lives. Yep. It's weird. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But anyhow, Gina and I were looking at leaving a while ago, mm-hmm. pre-kid. and But our disruptions, you got pregnant. Our very close friend and kind of mentor, Gurjugit, died. And that was pretty impactful to, yeah. to the just the community that we're in. So it had a huge ripple effect. And now we decided to uproot, move across country, we liquidated every piece of furniture. Everything uh, except for that desk, um, and the, then I won the desk. Oh, and then I also turned in a book. Mm-hmm. Then the book will is been printed. I still haven't seen it except for a Zoom meeting. It does look amazing. So a book comes out. Uh, you produced a show. Yeah, a pilot. What the heck else did we? Do? That seems like a lot for a year. We
1: really. got married.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we got married. Yeah. So I feel like we're, like, our disruption game is pretty strong.
1: Well, am I, I feel like, so like there t- were a couple months where I was like, what am I doing this year? And then it all happened. It was, <laughs> like a Pray and effect. you shall
0: receive. Yeah. So I'm just, I think that we're a good example and not about look at us. But <clears throat> pregnancy, because then we were on a whole birth plan. We we're sorting that out. And then... Um, was a fight everything's on some level of a fight and then yeah. we're like we're moving and the universe we're following the signs and the universe just sort of opened up i never thought i'd be uh, ever back on the east especially the northeast mm-hmm. but i'm excited i'm just gonna embrace it but yeah like death pregnancy moving books yeah. marriage
1: yeah i feel like new car
0: oh yeah and we got a new car <laughs> Um, with tires of destiny. I feel like we won the lottery. Uh, with the car or the no, baby with or the book or the marriage, which one?
1: Yeah. All.
0: <laughs> All of it. It's the yeah. grand prize. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to get to Vermont, which is my Neptune line, and I'm just. You gotta let me sleep for like three days.
1: Please, I have so much work to do. I can't even be bothered with you communicating with me. do <laughs> <laughs> so trust me. I won't bother you. Okay. I can't wait to get off
0: your mercury line. Oh. I won't. I won't even have to listen to this you great. anymore. Uh, we are on like
1: a bowl of soup.
0: Are you really into the soup? I'm, My mom's soup. I'm of getting all really.
1: Yeah, I was like, I, I asked Remington earlier. I was like, do you think I can message your mom and ask her to make me that mushroom soup? With the, I haven't done it yet, with the chestnuts? Yeah, with the
0: chestnuts. I'm just not a soup person. But I just I've don't been...
1: want to put too much, like, too many tasks on her plate.
0: But she might listen to this. Yeah. So.
1: Matthew might listen and he might relay the message.
0: For the soup. Are you kidding? My mom needs tasks. <laughs> okay. I called her a busy bee last time and she didn't, I think she thought I meant, like, that was like a. Like An a insult? Mind, like, mind your own business thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But. I don't think she knew that a busy bee was just like it really active, wants projects, needs to do things, and yeah. so it's perfect.
1: Oh yeah,
0: uh, soup is probably be really easy. Okay, um,
1: I'm gonna text her. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm just not a soup. I, I mean, I like soup. I just I'm rarely like. Mm, yeah, I just. Want, I just want some. i to hunker down and have some <laughs> soup.
1: Um, Wait, I have a question. Yes. Um, like for people listening that aren't you know, having major life event shifts, which, I mean, I feel like what's happening this year, like I've, in the last like 10 years, this would be probably probably like three major shifts if I were to look at like the timeline of my life in the last 10 years. So anyway, if someone's just like, if they just feel like, wait, I haven't had like a major thing happen to me right now, how can you look at the five year, like what would you recommend people do? Or- stop being a failure no i'm saying like what would i'm just saying like some people how can you like what is disruption on a spectrum that's what i'm trying to say
0: uh that's
1: I, in my roundabout way sorry guys
0: yeah what the hell we're on it's clearly it's retrograding we're on your mercury I am retrograde so line. right now. I even, yeah so what are you asking no, i get it yeah. um You know, it's not always... I'm actually surprised, because what our first podcast episode was about eclipses, and I was like, Yeah, it's been kind of chill. I mean, yeah, I focused on the book. I turned it a book. A book will come out, so that'll be like, that's cool. That's like a big thing for me, and really us. You helped with it and everything. Um, And then all of this... This was way more than I've expected, and I think I'm still a little catching my, my breath just with it all. Um... But, um, it, yeah, the disruption, the five energy isn't, it doesn't have to be so dramatic, right? I mean, you might be sort of set in like a good sort of coast with your life. So just, you know, and we still have like about three months left of this, this, the numerology energy of it. And, um, you can do a lot in three months. So, you know, it might be a little disruption of, you know, five is the destroyer. So maybe I cleared out. Maybe I, I got rid of some old broken furniture. And finally that coffee table that, you know, is 10 years old and the leg is like barely balancing. And I just keep not doing something about it. Cause you just get used to it. You know, it could be as simple as that, mm-hmm. you know, but do something the next three months, um, you know, it did that. Brushing your teeth is the example I always use. That's disruptive five energy, and you're cleansing and you're clearing. So I would say, though, use it to, in to guide into the new year energy of um, just what do you want to activate? Maybe you've already activated a lot you know keep it going but what would you like to uh to shift you know there is no there's no law that says it's got to be this big you got to like you got to have a baby you got to get married you got to write a book you got to buy a new car and you got to move to the two polar opposites of a very large landmass country like mm-hmm. the united states mm-hmm. you know so that just we're an extreme example yeah um so I think it just where do you want to be a catalyst for change that's the five energy so what like what do you want to kind of blow up in your life and what do you want to what would you want to get going on? 3 months is a lot of time and mm-hmm. you can accomplish a lot and it doesn't have to be an exhausting hustle pace, you know? I think for some people sometimes the littlest things, speaking up for themselves, asking for a raise, that could be a life-changing mm-hmm. event for somebody and the act itself is very small but maybe the most you know, monumental shift in one's consciousness to have the courage to stand up. And that's what the five energy is also. It's like speaking up. Yeah. You know, speaking up for what you want. Five is desire. It's Mars. Mars is desire. Hell yeah, I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to go for it. So those of you listening, what is something you felt a little timid about? Mm-hmm. A little insecure about? Just the the you don't the 5 energy doesn't want to analyze where the insecurities come from that would be like 9 maybe mm-hmm. 3 9 in particular um 5 just says let me move out of that space let me move out of that thinking yeah you know it's kind of like in recovery um When you deal with someone who's like new and they're just, you know, I just got off heroin or crystal meth and my life imploded and they're just a a train wreck of disaster and anxiety and confusion and nothing's working out. They just got evicted. Their wife left them. You know, it's always a tragedy that gets you to that point usually Mm -hmm. um, of saving your life. And a lot of times, too. You don't have to engage all that insanity. You don't, you're don't. you not going to come up with a logic. You just sort of derail it and be like, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee. Change the mood. Talk about something else. Yeah. And you sort of derail that whole thought pattern. Well, five is the disruptor that derails that thought pattern. Mm. I think we live in a society that overly emphasizes everything has to have a logical solution Right when you can just, and Kundalini teaches this, magic teaches that. You just, you move out of that way of thinking, right? There's going to be potholes along the way. You just swerve around. That's what meditation practice, that's what a spiritual practice does. So five is very much that practice. That's five is the teacher. The teacher is going to help you move out of that. You know, they're not going to engage the insanity. Yeah. You know, I think everyone comes into a spiritual path or a recovery or whatever it is with some level of insanity and confusion. Mm-hmm. Does it means you're still could be a rational, high functioning person? Although, usually my experience, people drawn to spirituality like they're they're whether they're searching, they know they're capable of much more, and these are just tools. So the f- the five tool gives us the destructive capability to just move out of that old pattern. You know, just blow shit up. Yeah. You know, the dark side is like trying to destroy everything, like a big resentful fuck you. Yeah. Um, But the positive side, it's just, it's a little, it's that rocket ship where are you going to take off. You know, it's going to be, it's just, it's going to be as big as what your capacity is. Mm-hmm. You know, I've used this example before, but it's like, What's your capacity? You want to make a million dollars. Well, what's your capacity to hold that in your energy field? You know, so five might trigger something and then you have to still work on yourself. You still have to utilize endurance and power. Yeah. Because we're going to move into the six energy, which is more about the consistency and follow through. So if you look at the sequence of those numbers, five, like you blow up into another orbital pattern mm-hmm. but then you can still got to lock it into orbit and that's what six does yeah you know the downside of six is then it gets stuck there you
1: know well that's interesting because i feel like you can even use the five energy up until the very last day of this year and say okay i want to activate uh being like a, a writer And then you use the six energy to, like, consistently write every day. So,
0: well, you are right. I say get a head start, but I think you're absolutely right. I know people listening that are time debtors that will be like, all right, New Year's Eve (laughs) at 11.59 p.m., boom, and then I'm going to write my book or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But absolutely. I feel like even... Uh, Just using us as an example, I use us as an example, not in the sense to talk about us, but we're just, it's it's a good example of this, and we're telling our story, and we're hopefully using it to teach some of these teachings, is that now we've sort of five kicked our butts all the way across America, and then we're going to land, and then it's time. We're starting a new destiny in a place we never thought we'd live.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: I know so I'm still nervous about, but are you? Yeah, like the f- I'm still in the fashion. Oh, the fashion, so small, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm feeling optimistic the about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know? I get it.
0: I'm gonna get one of those huge, um, like metal uh bumper things on the forearm. I guess I'm more, the su- I'm gonna call it the Subaru killer.
1: Yeah, well, it's like when we were driving through lusk wyoming and we pulled into a place and there was like a family of hunters and they had a deer that they had just killed and i was like oh god and i was startled by it and you were like well we're moving to vermont you're gonna see that it's real you've never lived any
0: place rural
1: all i know is mill city lawrence and los angeles california that's it province in boston
0: (laughs) not like you've been around the world when you live if you've lived in rural parts you gotta just accept that you're gonna see hunting Mm -hmm. and i bet you anything those people hunted for their sustenance because that lusk wyoming didn't look particularly ritzy no although there were those people with that little coffee shop like little hut coffee hut Yeah, which was pretty cool.
1: Who were living in Denver, and then they sold their house and they bought a home in Lusk for (laughs) forty. A home. They bought a home, a house in Lusk for forty thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, it was huge too. So that's what you get. So the
1: real estate market's high, but if you move to Lusk, it's yeah. But that
0: was probably like an expensive. They're probably like the rich high rollers from the big city <laughs> coming in, opening up coffee shops. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're going to have to get used to that disruption. Hunting's big in Vermont for sure. Uh, and there's a lot of poverty in Vermont, and people hunt to live. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to respect it. But um, also, I don't, I'm not going to get I'm not at, like, into hunting, but um, – I think that the point I was making is that we just got our butts catalyst like, kicked, right? Like, get to the other side of the country, and then we're going to land and create an orbit there and create destiny. Six is the number of destiny. Right. Or it's the number of fate. Mm. So destiny is a choice. Fate is just through complacency and laziness and inertia yeah of it is how it is, and we don't live that and um, so I'm uh, the nervous part is really a joke. I'm actually quite excited, and someone just messaged me too, and said that herbs grow great in Vermont. Oh, that's really there's good, a magic yeah. in that land for sure, yeah. Even though we'll have to deal with all the Subarus and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> As we'll probably get a I mean, Subaru. They're not,
1: yeah, they're not that bad.
0: No, it's just literally it's every it's car. It's the only car, yeah. Yeah, my mom and her husband, Matthew, they... They literally, that's two. There's Subaru's. probably
1: like zero Teslas. We were just in a no, there's with Tesla's. one, the, you know
0: what's odd though is I noticed there's a lot of Tesla charging stations. Interesting because they love the environment, they're like, oh, We're yeah, so yeah, green yeah. there. You know, mm-hmm. they're probably we will probably have to deal with posters, uh, murals of Greta Thunberg everywhere. <laughs> what a nightmare! Um. <laughs> She does need to chill. I'm sorry. But she has an interesting cadence with yeah. her voice, for sure, if you just break it down objectively. Mm-hmm. That blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that was pretty good. That had, like, good rhythm. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Green Deal. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, But I bet you there's a mural of her somewhere in Vermont. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have to see that damn Bernie meme with the mittens or whatever. Yeah, remember that? Of course, That's I do. Be everywhere it's probably going to be on menus in restaurants.
1: I bet the woman that made those mittens is like a millionaire right now.
0: Um, maybe. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> I think I she's I just like have a school teacher. Yeah. She like the meme went wild, but who knows? I forgot. See, I didn't even realize I forgot it was a mitten maker. Yeah,
1: in Vermont. Where? I'm not sure.
0: A better classroom has a mural of Greta Thunberg in it. Yeah. Um, And like, it's also, yeah, there's going to be a lot of rainbow flags, a lot of BLM, and it's statistically the whitest state Wait. in all of America.
1: Well, but that means that we can be gay and fabulous.
0: Uh, but that we. Well, or your brother can come. I Vermont isn't fabulous. You can it's just be fabulous. gay there. Yeah. You can be gay. Yeah. But it's not gay and fabulous. Gay and frumpy? Yeah, gay and frumpy. Yeah. You can be gay and frumpy. We'll go to P-Town
1: and we'll be gay and fabulous.
0: Yeah, that's the... Yeah. <laughs> can we're... What are... Like, this is how we gauge cities. Can you be gay and fabulous here? Yeah. Vermont's just rural.
1: I feel like LA, you can be gay and fabulous.
0: Did you... What? Really? Obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah come on. Yeah. That's, like, the most obvious it's... statement of all of...
1: 2021 of all time yeah of
0: all time ever um that's how i gauged areas though that i could live and i said this years ago way before i knew you is if i is this a place i'd want to live that if i as a as a guy just walked around in a dress would anybody turn their head or Mm. second guess it or give it a thought Mm -hmm. and that's how i like to gauge places la nobody would give it a thought even with a beard and everything
1: you'd be like so basic
0: oh yeah (laughs) i would i would would not somehow i'm not gonna look fabulous um i that's why i choose like 70s rock star look (laughs) (laughs) somehow like that's more fabulous it fits me yeah um the uh yeah i mean i think you could probably wear a dress in vermont i don't know with little problems
1: yeah yeah probably
0: probably what someone would complain is like that's not flannel totally where's your hiking boots Mm -hmm. where's your rake aren't you freezing under there yeah and then let's talk about heat what kind of heat do you use yeah you can be fabulous about heat
1: Oh my god!
0: Fabulous about wood stoves.
1: Well, now CNN. This is so retrograde. See, we were when we were talking to Stephen Ito, who's making your Edo, who was making your coffee this morning on CNN. It was like uh, energy oil company. um, Not sure how we're going to make it through the winter. Like it's all this doom and gloom about oil and heat. And I was like, Oh no, this better not be the narrative for the next six months.
0: Well, I'm sure they watch a lot of CNN there. Yeah. The well-informed MSNBC and raking leaves crowd there. <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, we have some very fabulous and gay listeners that are in sort of those areas. But there's just certain towns. So, yeah, P-Town. Yeah. Fire Island. Yeah. You know, my dad used to go there. Oh yeah, I remember that story a, that you, yeah. <laughs> a theory that my dad had a secret gay and fabulous life. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was a kid too, he was explaining all the gay code back in the day from like the 60s in New York City, mm-hmm. like a certain bandana, all these little things for little like gay pickup areas, like in Battery Park and then in the village and yeah. things like that. And then we would go to the West Village and... And there was cafes and that was like my favorite thing. And we've talked about this before, but I remember sometimes he'd leave tips. There would be like guys that were like super, super flirty with him. And then mm. he'd give them the bracelets that that he'd make.
1: I mean, your dad was pretty attractive. So maybe open-minded. Just... And he was like, he was an actor, a theater world traveler i feel like no i think he had a double you think he had a double life
0: fabulous or at least he was just a double life as being fabulous yeah maybe he was flaming hetero
1: that's interesting you know yeah
0: um yeah so i think that there's a fine in you'll Vermont. probably
1: never get to the bottom of this but there's yeah. the flan the flannel fine
0: <laughs> I don't. i don't even know if i've ever owned a flannel shirt
1: no um.
0: So that's our disruption. Yeah. I'm pretty interested how it's gonna shift with the sixth year, cause like I'm also concerned because the sixth consciousness can lock into fate. You know. Let's see. I really think these timelines. Like, where the hell are all the employees? And I know. everywhere we've traveled, the number one thing, because we can't get service half the time, is freaking. Oh, there's no employees. Yeah. Right. But unemployment's out and I doubt everyone was smart enough to be like, I'm taking this unemployment. I'm investing in crypto and altcoins, And now I'm like crypto balling. Yeah. They're like, just, they evaporated.
1: I honestly think. I, so. I think
0: that like somewhere all of the employees just evaporated and they're just living in another timeline. Yeah. I hope it's like a good timeline. Yeah. Or it's just one where they're even more overworked and underpaid. Well, even like but the shipping weird.
1: container thing is, is totally bizarre to me.
0: Yeah, that's like a timeline. And line. the fact and that
1: the port is in Los Angeles and yeah, Long
0: Beach. W- we were looking up articles and every article was a contradiction. One yeah. said it's because people were at home and not consuming enough. So, And then the other is people are at home and they're over consuming. Yeah, and neither really make that much sense because we lived in Los Angeles, the heart of it, next to where a lot of the shi- ledged, the shipping things are happening. Mm-hmm. And all through COVID, minus toilet paper, and that's because one asshole in the Hollywood Hills probably sent his assistant down to buy it all up because he knew that the you know um, the 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 mayor sorry I'm like the governor the mayor the mayor was going to uh, put those. Mandates and the quarantine in effect um but otherwise, like everything was ultra stocked and mm-hmm. efficient, if anything, I felt more efficient, yeah, and then all now, all of a sudden, so i that's our theory is it's timeline invasion. Somehow they got sucked up. They needed to be employees in alternate right. timelines. The truck of
1: drivers, the railroad. Customer service calls. I tried customer, to call oh to- Toyota
0: Finance. That was another retrograde thing. I always set everything up auto pay. And I did that the day we got the car. Mm-hmm. And remember, I was like, all right, it's all set up. We don't even have to think yeah. about it. Then I'm getting a thing that, like, my payment was a day. Past. I was like, what? And then I call it, and they're like, due to, you know, unusual activity the wait time was wasn't it like an hour and 20 minutes yeah
1: and they also changed their hours
0: oh yeah they had to reduce hours because basically no manpower Mm -hmm. so what
1: like what's happened to everybody i feel like
0: there's probably two people on the planet that took all that unemployment invested in wisely invested in crypto and um game stock stock and now they're (laughs) like hell yeah fuck the system um so it's weird.
1: Yeah, it's I don't. I don't know how to make weird. sense of it.
0: So what I'm concerned is the six energy. We're gonna. I'm encourage everyone listening, really move into destiny. And you're thinking, well, what the hell is destiny? I hear this all the time. Destiny in this context is this is not well with the six energy is We have real knowledge of what our purpose is. And that's destiny. We have to do the work, right? And 6 can get into it. that's why with the 6 energy you just show up. Suit up and show up, do a little bit every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why it's the number of consistency and diligence. And the 6 is orbital patterns. And ta- use that to tap into s- and because you can use that to know what you should be doing and what you should be orbiting around. That's going to be destiny. We do the work for destiny. Yeah. And as you're in alignment with that, the signs show up and everything opens up and there's a greater life of synchronistic flow. Six is that's a great orbit. Imagine being in the alignment and the orbit of a synchronicity with all of nature and the universe and multi-dimensional existence. or you're just going to live by what's handed to you. Right. Through inertia and apathy
1: mm.
0: and fate. Fate is unchangeable. Destiny is action. And um, this is what you got to start thinking. This is what you got to blow up. What's in the way? You might actually have a fabulous orbit and you just have some cog in your machine, in your psyche, what's blocking it five obliterates those blocks the good thing about five is you may not have to figure it out Mm. you just have to bust it
1: bust it open
0: yeah bust that shit wide open the floodgates of destiny man yeah (laughs) why do you think moses parted the red sea Mm. red is five right you know all the bu- biblical I shit that people take it all literally and then started religions and churches and all this stuff. Um, it's all coded, and most of it's coded Kabbalistically. The colors, everything. Oh, we want to do an, a 666 part two.
1: Oh, yeah, that needs to happen. That
0: number keeps showing up in yeah. some crazy ways. Bills that are trying to get passed. Um, oh, also that. Uh, in England, I just found out yesterday in 1666, this whole thing was passed. We're going to do some research. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do a, we'll have to do that for the beginning of the sixth year. Yeah. Um, the year of six, six, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's the year of the beast or the year of your being your best. Well, for us,
1: it's, well, for everyone, it's the year of the sun S U N, but it's also the year of the sun S O N
0: for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was really cool too, that, um, that Gregorian chant. Hmm. Do we, we, I talked about that on the 120th day. Yeah. I didn't talk about it on the podcast.
1: Uh, I don't think so. No. So
0: when we found out Gina was pregnant, I still will never be like, we're pregnant. Like you're pregnant. Yeah. And I want to respect that. But we're, you know, doing this together. Um, I would pray. and I felt like I was getting communications from the spirit and I kept hearing Gregorian chants, like playing as if they were playing, like as if I put a headphone up to my brain. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually – sometimes I'll hear audio sensory messages like that, but it's sort of like a flash and it's like an understanding or maybe I'll see a visual of a word in my mind. Um, but this was like I was just listening to Gregorian chants. And Jean and I, I was like, you know what, I should just put them on one night. And we were like going to like kind of just – Getting ready for bed, and one I was clicking through some, and then we played one, and it just like lit up, and little baby Donovan. You could just tell he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, this is my jam. Yeah. You know those memes when it's they're like, if you're at the club, and all of a sudden your jam comes on, and then everyone breaks out into crazy dancing. <laughs> well, I feel like that's what he was like with this Gregorian chant, but it was like this energy opened. And all of those chants are in Latin. And I went to look it up, and it was like "puer s dobelis something something" in the Latin. Yeah. Puer means boy. I know that from geomancy. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh wait, this is the boy something." And I looked it up, and I didn't realize those Gregorian chants come from Bibles, from lines in the Bible. But the, that Gregorian chant that like lit up the room uh, was a line that said, "Unto us." A son is born. And it was about having a boy. I mean, clearly it was code like Jesus and all that. But I thought that was crazy. And yeah. then it's Isaiah nine six. Mm-hmm. And nine six, September sixth was the hundred and twentieth day. Yep. The hundred and twentieth day is when we believe the soul enters the body. And uh that was pretty crazy. But I also
1: felt like because a lot of people were like, did you feel any difference on the 120th day and i do feel like the soul was around in our apartment for such a long time leading up to that yeah and i and the like almost how you can see like a some sort of if you if you can see like in your periphery like a little flicker in your eye and you and you turn and then it's gone that's kind of what i was feeling for like three months he and was now just that
0: a, a little flicker in your peripheral vision,
1: yeah. And now, now that that's not here anymore, which is because it's like after the 120th day, it's
0: like he's just chilling, in he's there. just chilling in there, he's there listening now. to these pods, yeah. He's like, Oh, god, here they go again. <laughs> um, I think he's in, does he move around? as he seem into it?
1: Yeah, I feel like the last couple podcast episodes, he's been moving around,
0: he's like, Yeah, yeah, mm hmm. Um there's the retrograde clicks. Yeah. So those are some of the energies we work we're working with. And I do wanna I'd like to end just on a on something to consider with Mercury retrograde. And all the planets retrograde. Mercury just happens often and, and we see it. More in our face because we live in a society that's dependent on all this communications and technologies and traffic and traffic lights and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I need to use, like, a little key code to open the door, and I have an app on my phone at this hotel just to make so I don't lose it, but... Um, You know, the other thing that can come up is a lot of times with these astrological patterns is it's affecting the whole collective. And the Mercury retrograde, your thoughts start spinning backwards and you start maybe tripping out on the past, things like that. It'll trigger anxiety, can trigger depression, just sort of like, hey, I feel a little off kilter and know like, A, that's okay if you feel that way. But also it's good to know that sometimes what you're feeling is just the collective and it's not even about you. Mm. So I would say on retrograde, give yourself a little bit of a break. Retrogrades are meant to be a time to go within and to look at that. And, um, you know, it's in your retrograde, we use it really go within. It's a great time. Your meditations can be much stronger. It's an opportunity to sort of reassess and go over maybe the work that you've done. Um, You know, like easy example, you're writing a resume and you're going to start applying for new jobs, you know, or whatever, your LinkedIn profile, like go back over it. Just give it a a once over, you know, retrogrades, take it as an opportunity to go a little bit back into time Mm. and say, hey, let's sort of, let's fix it. You know, how many times have you said, man, if only I could go back in time and do this thing
2: over, Mm -hmm.
0: that's what retrograde gives us on some level and an opportunity to do and then another level the unconscious world um the cliffith the landscaping may not realize what's affecting and then you may just pick up on that so i'm just trying to encourage people to like realize that um it's maybe not all them and it's okay
1: yeah I'm
0: trying to just give some damn hope here
1: thanks because i thought it was all about me so.
0: um That's the retrograde, retrograde episode. Yeah. Retrograde cubed. Oh my God. Retrograde, retrograde, retrograde. Should we make a little
1: announcement? Okay, so we're just going to finish up with a couple announcements. Um, Remington's book is available for pre-order. And can you tell us where, where you can pre-order it on amazon.com. That's all we've seen it on. No, so it's on far. a lot of things. Have you not Googled the book? I Googled you, and your Google, your SEO is like okay, outstanding. Okay. Cool. You can Google <laughs> me.
0: I don't think you're Google, Googleable. No. Are you
1: yet? When I'm Gina Donovan, I'll be super Googleable. <laughs> um,
0: but what's your Instagram?
1: At Gina underscore underscore Sullivan
0: um and i'm the mystical arts yeah the book you can pre-order on amazon i've seen it on some other websites i will say this though when it's in stores it really is going to help me out even more to also show the book being bought at local stores Mm because that's going to really up the metrics yeah um so uh so that's it and if you want to support the
1: podcast if you want to support us um, you can sign on to Remington's Patreon. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Um, okay. So you can, you can pay $5. Or you a can month. pay
0: twenty two dollars and get some real downloads.
1: Yeah, it goes next level.
0: But the just the pod tier is five bucks. Yeah, and you there's bonus
1: there's bonus material. We just released an archival episode that you recorded like three the, years ago.
0: Yeah, with Guru Joss. Yeah. Um that's actually a fucking great episode. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, mostly you're just helping us out, man we have mouths to feed now yeah we do <laughs> A little baby d <laughs> yeah. um i was thinking of, like Kirby or larry d oh yeah ld yeah, yeah. And this is like baby d <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um so with that thank you uh for enduring this sluggish retrograde episode
1: yes and next time you'll hear from us we'll be in vermont so Indeed. everything will be Back to normal,
0: and you have three ish, three months to fucking activate and get some shit going, Mm -hmm. and don't listen to Gina. You don't have to wait until the last day. (laughs) Okay, you can start now. I'm a bit of
1: a procrastinator.
0: Clearly.